Hey, 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 this is Ty, the Family Made Mom. Today, we are talking about He Will Provide. I made that pause in there just so that you can know that that's exactly what I'm talking about. That is the title today of today's podcast and topic of today of today's podcast, rather. Uh, he Will Provide. Listen, I was in a position where some things were looking pretty... Um, ugly, right? And that's just what I kept hearing. He will provide. Have you ever been in a place where it seems like all around you, everyone is getting this great big something or even tiny somethings? And it feels like you're getting nothings or it feels like things are super slow in progressing. And it Sometimes it can beat your faith like down to a little bitty pulp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am a huge congratulator and genuinely, I love congratulating people. I love looking at everything that they have going and saying, man, you are doing a fantabulistic, super awesome job. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you, what you're doing. I'm excited for your journey. And I mean it. Sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, what is your holdup? Huh? Why are you not doing this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that? And then I'll look up to God and I'll say, hey, um, so here's your little bitty daughter over here. And I'm just asking you like, hey, I remember God told me one day in prayer. He said, you know, can I do it? Will I do it? Both of my answers were yes. And then I had to internally look at myself and say, okay, shit. So what is your problem? You know that God has zero problem with doing what it is that you are asking. So now you have to look at yourself and see what is the position of your mentality? Is your mentality set on stinking thinking? Is it set on Oh, he did it for everyone, but he won't do it for me. You know, is it set there? And I mean, when I say is it set there, is it like set in stone? Are you convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt that God won't do it for you? In that mindset, here's what that means. That means you have convinced yourself. That means that you have persuaded yourself to believe that something that is not true is your reality. You have deceived yourself, basically. You have tricked yourself into believing a lie. You know, I like to break things down, but this time I didn't use Google. I used my own words because it's fitting. It makes sense. And it is the truth. If you are capable of tricking your own self into believing a lie, and you're tired of tricking your own self into believing lies. I would encourage you to believe the truth. Super simple. If the Lord God has said that he will do anything, you have to know and believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is the truth. Well, I've come to a place where I just don't believe anymore. If that's where you are, 
know that God still believes in you. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'd just like you to think of certain things. What is it that got you to a place where you stopped believing? It wasn't because God stopped doing. It's because you. And if you are the problem, then you have to make the adjustment. If, if you want to see results in any business, if you want to see results, you are always willing to pivot, which means change your position or change your strategy. In that pivot, you understand that I have to get out of my comfort zone of what I'm used to doing, and I have to get into a position where I might not really know if this is going to all the way work or not, but I'm willing to jump out of this box that I'm in into the deep waters and test it out. And to be honest, most companies who have a well thought out, you know, pivot plan, it works. That strategy works. And a lot of times it works because you go in with a mindset that, hey, whether it is successful or not, it was fun trying this thing, right? What does faith cost you? Some people can say, oh, it's it's cost me so much. Really? What was the lesson? Did it teach you how to wait? Did it teach you how to be very understanding that you are not in control? A lot of times what we want is to control every aspect of our life. The painful, the hurtful part is that we do not control every aspect of our lives. In realizing that we do not control every aspect of our life, we get frustrated. The person that we're really frustrated with is ourselves, but because we need somebody to blame and we don't want it to be us, we begin pointing fingers. It's them, 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 them. The hardest part is realizing that it was you. Sometimes we get in these spots where we want to control everything. We want that control, but why? What in you feels so out of control that you need to take the reins and you need to be the one who is in charge of everything? Why would you want that responsibility of being the master manipulator, the master puppet of everything? Not even God wants to control you. You ever think about that? God, who is all powerful, does not have the desire to control you. He does want you to have free will and he gives it to you. He gives you free will. You make the choice. Choose you this day. You make the choice. Just remember that you can make a choice to do some things that are totally wrong and then it puts you in a position 
of having to be derailed from your ultimate destiny. You move yourself off the good path onto your own stank ridden path. And then you got to make that journey back to the path that you were supposed to be on. I tell a story in our class about how um, my youngest daughter, she um, really likes to draw and she's actually a very good artist. She got um, a nice little permanent marker and instead of playing with her nice Barbie dream house that we paid some nice cash for, right? She decides like, hey, I'm going to, instead of playing with this Barbie dream house, I'm going to take this nice permanent marker and I'm going to write on the wall here and I'm going to draw my nice little LOL dolls and I'm going to put some clouds around them, you know, because that just seems fitting. And in her mind, not only was she going to draw those clouds, but she was going to poke them out. And in her mind, those clouds, when she poked them out, were going to look just like the picture she had drawn. Well, she begins to poke this hole into our wall and she realized, oh, poop, it's not going to look like those clouds. So beside her drawing, again, in permanent marker, she begins to write us a letter. Hey, I love you guys. Now, remember, we're a seven family household, right? I mean, seven member household. So she starts writing, I love mom. I love dad. I love each member in the home. She's thinking that this letter is going to get her out of some trouble because shoot, skinnamarinky dinky do. I just poked a hole in the stinking wall and this is irreversible. Do we ever do stuff like that? In our minds, we got this beautiful plan A. I could just play with the dollhouse. It's great. It's here. It's ready. This is the great plan. But instead, I want to venture out go super risque doing something that really doesn't even make sense. I know this is not a good idea. Common sense is going to tell any child, if I draw on this wall, I'm going to get in trouble for drawing on the wall. But there's that itching, burning, curious George on the inside of us that feels like, hey, maybe I need to step out on a limb and do this here. I know full well it's not what I should do, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's what it's like when we lack faith and we just keep trying to do things our own way. We're out here on the ledge, you know, and we're tight roping, tight roping the edge as if it's the cool thing to do. We can see the rocks slipping down underneath us and we're like, yeah, but I'm out here, dude. I'm not falling yet. Well, give it a minute. Because eventually you tap dance on the edge you're gonna lose your footing. The ground is gonna be again to slip from underneath you because it's not solid. It's not the solid plan that was created for you. And I'm gonna be honest because, you know, um, sometimes you hear stuff like this and you're like, oh man, they're so perfect. You know, the message they gave was so perfect. Yeah, no, that's not me. That's not the person that you're listening to right now. The person you're listening to um, is actually still going through that. There's some things that I am believing God for and it. Uh, to be honest, some things like seriously look impossible. And the one thing that I can say that I am doing is I am holding on to every bit of God's word. 
You know how in the Bible it says, prove me now. Whether I will open up the windows and pour out the heavens. And I'm like, you know what? You want me to prove you? I am putting my faith out here. I am trusting you because I know that you are still my Yehovah Yaira. You are still God, my provider. I stand on that relentlessly. Like a kid who just snatched something off your plate. No tighter grip than that. You're not getting it back. Just let it go. That's how I'm standing on faith, <laughs> literally. You know, people right now are standing on business. I'm standing on faith, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And business. It's hilarious, right? It's funny. I share some great stories. Um, <laughs> I shared some real stories. When this podcast ends, you'll be faced with a thought. Is what she's saying the truth? Have I tricked myself into believing a lie? What was the lie I told myself? How do I stop believing the lie and start believing this truth that seems so far removed from where I am? Another thing that you might be challenged with is, do I really have an issue with being in control? Do I have to be in control? If your answer to yourself is yes, now here's another thought. What makes me feel like I need to be in control all the time? Is it something small that I can just ha, throw it away? Like a balled up piece of paper, just poop, toss it in the trash. Or is it something that I really need to deal with? Is this rooted from something, hey, that I saw, something I experienced? What is it? Where did it start? How do I get it? You know, how do I get rid of it? How do I get to the root of it? Some things are going to be easy peasy. Some things are going to take a little more thought. But if you're like me, I really love challenging myself to grow. I really do. I was talking to my hubby Nupster um, the other day, and I said, you know, <laughs> we were having a nice little conversation that was taking a pivot. <laughs> it was creating its own new strategy. <laughs> uh, but I said, um, you know, if you are tired of a person who challenges you and encourages growth, you are going to be tired for, a, for the rest of your life. And then I reminded him how he has challenged me and encouraged me to grow. And I did not always like it. I didn't want to hear any of the trash that he was saying, especially when he was right. Can I get an amen, somebody? <laughs> you know we don't like that when they write. <laughs> you know? But one thing I can say is that when someone really, really loves you, and they begin to tell you, hey, you need to adjust this right here. 
you need to adjust that right there. Or maybe they'll rub you in the direction that shows you, that burnt my biscuits to the point that you got to figure out why that burnt your biscuits. And then you find out the reason that you burnt your biscuits is because you're totally in the stinking wrong. And you're trying to change or you're trying to take charge of a situation when really you need to be correcting your mindset. You need to be fixing your actions, your behavior. Sometimes adults can be worse than kids. Oh my gosh. We can be some of the most stubborn people. We are willing to give these life lessons, but we don't want to adhere to them ourselves. But it's time. It's time for us to mature and grow up past that because we have things we have to do. Do you want to see Yehovah Yireh, the provider, provide for you in your life? Now listen, here's the fantabulistic thing about God. There are some things that he's going to do regardless. (laughs) He is going to do it whether you are in position or not because he loves you. And because he is a good, good father, he gives good, good gifts. Even when we do not deserve them. Oh, I could tell you a boatload of stories. And I believe you have some of your own. There are some things that God requires us to get our minds together. He requires us to go inside that thinking pot and start pulling out those thoughts that don't look right. Oh, that's a negative one. Oh, oh, that's a stinking one. That's not even the truth. Get rid of it. Get it out of there. Oh, you got to change this. Look, when you do this, look at the result. If you're doing something over and over and you see that it's not rendering any good results, ding dong. Hey, that's common sense at the door. Let's open it up. Let's stop doing it. To repeat something over and over, getting the exact ridiculous results is insanity. We are not insane. We are in our right mind. Some of you like, I'm 10 pints of crazy. I've been there too, boo. Over my family, I'm liable to go there again. Ha! But I tell you, we are in our right minds, gratefully so. Sometimes as moms, sometimes as parents, sometimes as people, sometimes as teenagers, we get to a point where we feel like we are teetering on the edge of sanity and insanity. I've been there. I've been there. I'm telling you that when we adjust our mindsets and when we allow God to be God and do what God does in our life, we get some amazing results. But one of the things that we really, really get is we get to move out of the way and we get to allow God to do what only he can do in a way that only he can do it. That's what we want. We want God to move in a way that we never thought he could. You wanna know why? That's how we get our greatest victories. We get out of our own mindsets. We jump into the place in the position that he wants us to be in. And guess what? We reap the results. When we move out of his way, that's all God wants. He wants you to get out of his way. Get out of God's way and allow him to provide for you. Get out of your own head and allow him to do what he needs to do.
Simply get in position. Because it's about to go down. When we get in the position that God wants us to be in so that the blessings can start coming. If you haven't been praying, I encourage you to. If you haven't been reading your word, I encourage you to. If that's not where you're at right now, trust me, I'm not pushing you to do anything that you're not ready for. I'm just telling you what works. You know, if you're willing to give it a try, hey, do that there. If you are new to this, if you are new to God, uh, to being a believer, to being someone who um, has just stepped into a place of, I believe God, I trust God. I'm telling you one thing that works is prayer. And you don't have to be somebody that knows how to pray the deepest prayers. God, I need your help. The Lord's prayer, Psalms 23, Psalms 91. Activate the word, put the word to work. Read that word and begin to speak it back to God. God, you said, and I believe it. God, I am asking you to manifest it. Simple prayers. I didn't have to know scripture to do it, but I know you said it. You are not a man that you should lie, neither the son of man that you should repent. Every word that you have spoken, you will make good on it. Do it for me, God, because I am your daughter and I trust you to do it. As always, this is Ty, the family made mom. Listen, sharing is caring. Caring is sharing. If you or someone that you know is in this position, I encourage you to share this podcast. We want to help each other grow and get to the next place. The next place for most of us right now is understanding, knowing, and seeing that he will provide. Be blessed.